0: Hey, what's going on? This is Jesse Drama, and you are listening to another episode of the Free from Nine to Five podcast. Before we get going, I just want to tell you about our guest, Tommy Wyatt, a multi million dollar lifetime earner in network marketing. The dude is the absolute truth. One of my favorite people, not just in network marketing, uh, but in general. I've gotten the, the privilege to be able to work with this guy for a couple of years, and uh, I just, he's he, honestly, I, I don't know how to get it across to you enough that he's just really awesome. Uh, outside of business, he's, he's even funner too, like if you're hanging out at a, a bar with him or a restaurant, uh, he's usually the life of the party, but um, it, an absolute wizard when it comes to network marketing, and um, is, is a, a really good writer, uh, just a really good business mind in general, and uh, has some really good nuggets that he drops in this episode. If you're looking for a better way, if you're looking for a a life outside of your nine to five, uh, this guy's attitude, his his thoughts on life and uh, in, in general, it'll make a lot of people sick. I think like, oh, I can't believe he thinks that way. You know, like some people got to work jobs. That's just the way it is. You you just you've got to listen to him because he's just he's just so much fun and inspiring and he just he just brings it in this episode and i have a sneaking suspicion this will be one of your all-time favorite free from nine to five uh podcast episodes uh but before we get going i want to talk about our good friends from cartra hey what's going on you guys i want to talk to you about cartra uh, Kartra is not a sponsor of this podcast, but I am an affiliate with Kartra and highly recommend it to anybody uh, who is in the internet, online marketing game. Uh, it, it is basically a one-stop shop, everything under one roof, uh, email marketing funnels, membership sites. Uh, you can create an affiliate program with it. Uh, it pretty much does it all and it is fantastic. Uh, the best part about it is simple. I've I've tried the other guys. I've tried a lot of different companies out there and uh, uh, it is very simple and I highly recommend it so definitely test drive it you can you can you can uh, get your hands on it for one 14 day trial and uh, I, I promise you you will not regret it uh, assuming you go through the videos and follow their step-by-step guide so definitely check it out if you need the affiliate link for it uh, feel free to email me at Jesse at Belvinmedia.com and I will give you my direct affiliate link so you can try it one dollar. 14-day trial, and uh, I promise you will not regret it. All right, thank you so much, Kartra. and guys, I'm serious. I love Kartra. I mean, it has been a lifesaver uh, my wife and I on a couple projects we're working on. It is. It, it will be. It'll probably be responsible for the for the majority of our income as a as a kind of a, the Swiss Army knife of uh, I guess entrepreneur tools and platforms. So very very excited about Kartra. Uh, next, I want to talk about our amazing friends from. Digital Diamond Hunter. Hey, what's going on, you cryptocurrency fanatics? I wanted to talk about Digital Diamond Hunter really quickly. If you've ever been wondering how to find the next cryptocurrency that goes 10X, 20X, or hey, even 100X, look no further. Digital Diamond Hunter has weekly hidden diamond reports that will help put you ahead of the game. I have to be honest, I was one of those people that got involved in cryptocurrency uh, when everybody else did made a bunch of money, lost a bunch of money, and then decided, I'm, I'm pretty much done. I'm pretty much good. It wasn't until a good friend of mine put me on a Digital Diamond Hunter, and uh, I was able to get the weekly hidden diamond reports that it really did help me like get going. I mean, it's crazy what it's been able to do so far. I have a feeling we're, we're in for some real craziness in the cryptocurrency space, uh, possibly another bull run here coming shortly, and you don't want to miss out I recommend nobody else other than Digital Diamond Hunter. They have different payment methods, including being able to pay for your membership in cryptocurrency, and uh, I I highly recommend checking them out. If you do, tell them Jesse Belvin sent you, and uh, yeah, enjoy. Alright. And the cool thing about Digital Diamond Hunter is we are official partners. Yes, official partners. They are an official partner. I I can say that. I helped build the website, uh, some of the email systems with them, and uh, that's why you will see... Uh, When you're looking at Digital Diamond Hunter, you will see partnered up with Free From 9 to 5. I even believe they advertise for the podcast on one of the back pages of the website, so uh, super cool. And and when I say I believe they do, I mean I know they do because I put it there. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, love Digital Diamond Hunter, guys. Check it out. And then last but certainly not least, I want to give a shout out to our friends from Enagic. Hey, get this. People everywhere are discovering the life-changing power of Kong and Water. Water is the most important substance in the world, but not all water is created equal. According to National Geographic, bottled water is a drain on the environment. The US public goes through 50 billion water bottles a year, and the majority isn't even recycled. Now get, get this, tap water isn't, isn't really the answer either. 1.8 billion people utilize drinking water that's contaminated with fecal matter, gross. Now common water on the other hand is an antioxidant rich healthy water for revitalizing cells and a healthy alternative to regular tap and bottled water. The Enagicongan machines filter out chlorine and other impurities from tap water then separates the hydrogen and oxygen with a process known as electrolysis. According to studies those who drink hydrogen rich water show a substantial increase in their antioxidant enzymes and a massive decrease in the acid in their urine. On top of that there's been evidence of increased good cholesterol and decreasing of the bad cholesterol. Yeah, there's a big difference. So if you're big on health, and I know I am, make sure you visit Enagic.com and get yourself hydrated correctly today. Just make sure when checking out, you use the referral number, 730 and put my name, Jesse Belvin. I've been an affiliate with Enagic for a long time and absolutely love what the company is about. So remember, change your water and change your life. All right, and with that said, let's get to the podcast episode with Tommy Wyatt. Everybody. This is, I believe, episode 14 of the Free from Nine to Five podcast with Jesse Drama out here in San Diego, California. I am super excited to welcome this next guest. Uh, probably probably the best hair I've ever seen out of an entrepreneur. Um, the guy just gets better looking with age. I don't know how that's possible, but he he's he's figured out the aging process. We'll just say that. So um uh Tommy Wyatt, uh, just to give you guys a little bit of background. I, I mean, obviously, I don't want to steal most of his thunder, but he's, he's uh, I met him through network marketing. As you guys know, this is how I got my start. Um, the, the idea behind the podcast, of course, is to bring different industries to, uh, to fr- front and center for, uh, for our listeners, our readers, however you're, you're getting that uh, the information, but um, Tommy specialized, right? specialized in uh, network marketing originally, um, obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll go through his backstory and that sort of thing. But then he, he, he made this transition during the pandemic, which I, I think is really fascinating, uh, especially if you guys know my story and then how I started in network marketing and then uh, fell in love with stuff outside the industry and, and have taken a lot of the same principles and put them towards these other projects. And it's been really cool and a lot of fun. And he's doing something super special. So um, Tommy uh, is out in Connecticut. Tommy, what, what part of Connecticut are you from?
1: I am in Southbury. That's Western Connecticut.
0: Southbury. So check this out. Funny story. So Ian Thomas, uh, guys, he's been a guest on, on, the, um, on the podcast, uh, one of the first episodes. Uh, he's the college football player, and I, I was talking to him, and then obviously I, I talked to Tommy yesterday because I was like, hey, man, we got to get you on the show. Um, we got to get you talking about what you're doing here with uh, uh, your project. We'll, like, like I said, we'll talk more about that. But it was so crazy. I actually used to live out in Connecticut with these guys for just a, a short period of time, about a, like a year and a half, two years. And um, talking to both of them just made me really miss that area. If you've never been out to Connecticut, it is truly like, I think it's one of the best places in the United States that gets all the seasons. Does that make sense? So like I'm from Washington state, it just, it's rain, 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 a little bit of sun, a little bit of snow. Connecticut just does everything right. Is that, is that fair? <laughs>
1: That's, Connecticut's a weird state, you know, what they say about Connecticut is, you know what they say about New York, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, and then after you make it there, you get a house in Connecticut.
0: Right, I know, I know, it, it, it really is just like, it's so, so amazing, um, so, you know, it's weird, we're out here in San Diego, and I'm like, my wife is always telling me, like, I miss those snowstorms out in Connecticut, I'm like, well, I, I do too, Um <laughs> uh, so Tommy's out here. I met Tommy through network marketing, and it's really funny. We actually were in the same company, and um, it, I, I don't we got linked up online, and I, I think I had said, I had done a post of something. I don't remember what it was, it was something, and this guy reaches out to me and he's like, hey, listen, I love what you just said. I don't really remember what it was, but like, I instantly, when I started talking to him, I was like, holy shit, I really like this guy. Like, very, very few people. Do you just is there like an instant connection? And I was like, I really like this dude. He's 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 by far the like one of the funnest people to actually hang out with in person. Um, but he's just super genuine and uh, and he's really good at what he does. He's kind of he kind of reminds me of like one of those guys who's like naturally talented at probably a, a, a lot of things. Um, but he was able to actually mix in the hard work and the effort, and then obviously good things happen when 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 people do that. So. Um Tommy tell us a little bit about your story. How you got started uh just just out of the you know probably out of high school I guess and then how you kind of wound up here.
1: All right on. Uh, you know I could go on for I, I could go on for hours and hours and hours with that question but I won't. Um I lived in I li- I went to four different high schools because my father worked for IBM so we moved all the time and the last time we moved I just got really bitter. I, I was angry at the world. I just was tired of, of getting jerked around. I felt like I was getting jerked around. Obviously, you know, my parents were doing what's right for the family. You just don't know that when you're a punk teenager, and I definitely was that. And I'm, I'm allergic to authority. I'm allergic to rules, um, and and that just made everything way worse. Uh, and really, that just kind of shaped my life. I, I, I joke around that I, I'm... <laughs> Uh, this this is great. I graduated 364th out of 364, class of 82, Newtown High School. I went to college for six years, and I'm still a freshman, and I'm a member of uh, MENSA. I went and took the MENSA test and passed it, and I was done in like 10 minutes. <laughs> so it's not a matter of I'm not intelligent. It's a matter of I just don't care. Um, sure. From the time I was 17 to 23 i had 18 different jobs i quit most of them i got fired from the rest of them um, and when i was 23 i became a sports writer at a newspaper and i stayed there for 10 years like i've never done anything for 10 years i was there at that yeah. job for 10 years i became the sports editor there Ooh, you know big title little paycheck and by the time I was 33, I was just like ready to say, you know, it, it, was a, it was a fun job. You know, I, the, the boss wasn't a jerk, and it was I love sports, and I love people, and I love to interview and, and get out and, and network, and that was kind of what my job was all about. You know, there's a lot more to it, but I loved the job there until I just, at 33, finally just said, you know what, I, I want money. You know, I, I, need to, I need to live a little bit better than I'm living, and, and a friend of mine invited me to a network marketing meeting. I went to it. Uh, reluctantly kicking and screaming almost and but, but when I got but when I got there it made sense to me like I you know that feeling yet when you buy a lottery ticket and you just you, you just kind of have this feeling that you won yeah th- these are my, the, my you know what I don't know what it is but my numbers are coming in this time when I joined the business, I felt that way, and and you know I'm not a lazy. Per- I'm a laid back guy. I'm the most laid back person you'll ever know. But I'm not lazy. Uh, I, I want to do what I want to do. Uh, I, I won't do what I don't want to do. Sure. And and all of a sudden, when it was my own business and, and my own life, la- I wanted to do it. I wanted to get to work. I wanted to do more. And and you know I was lucky in my first company. It was a good one. I didn't even know there were other companies. And, you know, I, I built a business that went all over the world and I was flying on private jets and being treated like a rock star. Uh But the best thing that happened to me was that I got into personal development and I just I, I was willing to be coached and learn. I wasn't a prima donna at all. Uh I was the opposite. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to know more. I wanted to just, you know, I wanted to ultimately be that person that could stand on a stage and and like inspire the world. That was kind of how I felt. And uh it had been interesting. My, the, the, that company went out of business in '04, and ever since then, it was it was a crazy ride. I, I tried out some other network marketing companies. Uh, I actually got to the top of two more network marketing companies after that, and it's kind of like I, I realize that I'm not a person who's money motivated. You know, it, it's kind of like that 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 poem: "The bear went over the mountain to see what he could see." But all that he could see was the other side of the mountain. So it's like you know, you get to the top and you're like, oh, guys, this is it, you know? You, wow. Well, I mean, all right. Now what? And there's nothing left to do but jump off. <laughs> so I've actually, I've actually quit three network marketing companies at the top position in the company, um, just because it just wasn't fun and challenging anymore. And. Uh, you know, then I made some bad choices. I'm an entrepreneur, you know, and I and I learned. If if you're somebody who's an entrepreneur, you this will relate with you. If you're somebody who's been an employee forever, you'll just think I'm a whack job. You probably already do by this point. But um, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to lose way more than you're going to win. So, if losing crushes you, entrepreneurship is not for you because you're guaranteed to, you're going to lose more than, you, way more than you win. Uh, but the good news is you only have to win like once. <laughs> you know, or, 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 you know, if you're lucky, you get good at something and you win more than once. Um, and I learned a long time ago that the, the the most important asset we have in this world are the people we meet and the relationships that we build. So if you are, what is a networker? A networker is somebody who is a good person who meets people and and creates good relationships and 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 has goodwill and makes people feel good when they walk in a room. I mean, that's that's kind of what I do for a living, I guess.
0: Yeah, that that's. Uh, I I think that sums you up uh, really well, actually, and um, I. I, I like how you said that too. It's like, you know, people see the car, they see the house, um, they see the watch, the, you know, whatever's on Facebook, uh, the private jets, um, and they think, oh, shit, I want that. And then it's like, well, slow down, slow down. Do, do you want it? Because you're going to get your ass kicked on the way uh, to that, and you've got to actually be tough. You know, I was talking to, um, I had Julian Doan on here a couple episodes ago, and it was, so funny because we were talking about, like, don't talk to me about what you do at, at the first time you hit the top, you know, like you hit the, like talk to me about what you're able to do after you lose it all. And then you, you have to rebound from that. And, um, I love how you said that because like, it's like, man, uh, I've, I've had my ass kicked and, and we have these, these moments, you know, where no one sees, no one sees like the, the private moments where you're like, uh, I don't know, I don't know if this is for me. Maybe I should just go get a job. Maybe I should just do it. <laughs> you know, whatever. And well, you know I-
1: what, you, you, you said it great right there, Jesse, not to interrupt you, but I mean, uh- when you and I got to know each other, it was because I was starting a company. A guy reached out to me and wanted me to partner with him and start a company, and it was my job to build the company. And I wanted to find good people to be to to lay down our foundation and be our founders in that company. And I reached out to you off a video you made, and 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 you know what, we connected. That I I like to feel like I discovered you, (laughs) Um, because I I liked your style, I liked your 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 confidence and your attitude, and 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 you know we became friends now that company was probably led to the lowest point in both of our lives. I mean, I I almost lost everything at that company. We got embezzled by the owner. He was a, he was a bad guy. And then, uh, and then he kind of got his hooks into you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's no, there's no doubt about it. That is actually exactly how it happened. And, um, and it was, I was just telling Erica, uh, for those of you that are, that are listening for the first time, Erica's my wife. Um, and, uh, Unfortunately, uh, she's had to be along for the ride, the, the, the downs and the ups, um, mostly downs. Um, and the, that was, it was the hardest part, um, of my life for sure. Uh, my question for you, Tommy is, um, so people listening, they're like, okay. Entrepreneurship might be for me, might not be for me. When, when did you know, obviously we know that you got into journalism, which by the way, badass uh, gig, in my opinion, uh, I do think. Uh, I, I, I I I don't think I want to actually say uh, I'm wearing a Dodgers hat. I know you guys are listening at, at home probably won't see that obviously. Um, I'm not a Dodgers fan. I and, and I, I've got to apologize on air to Tommy because it's like saying I, I like the Lakers. I like the the Yankees. Um, I don't actually. Tommy, are you a Yankees fan or are you a Mets fan?
1: I'm a Mets fan.
0: Okay, good. Okay, so you understand why I say Yankees is like an insult, right? Like uh, the Yankees, the Cowboys, like how how all of a sudden they're good and people are like, oh, I'm, I'm this fan. Like I'm wearing this because I just like the color of the hat. I'm not an LA Dodgers fan. I'm a Mariners fan. We just haven't been to the playoffs since 01. So, um, you were
1: always a stylish guy, Jesse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so my question for you is you got into like uh, sports journalism, which I just think is super badass. But my question for you is, did did you know earlier than that? I mean, obviously, you sounded like you were kind of battling with this thing where it was like you you kind of knew you were meant for something different than that the path that most people are on. Did, so for people that are trying to struggle, whether they're like, am I an entrepreneur? or Am I not? Do you did you always know you were one? Was there a moment where you're like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur?
1: You know what? And and it's it's a great question, and and, and it's something that makes me. It makes me really think, and it's not an easy answer, because I when I was working at the newspaper, shoot, I was 23 to 33, so it's not like I was that young. I mean, I was young, but I wasn't that young, uh, and I wasn't looking to be an entrepreneur at that point in my life necessarily, but I'm actually writing a, a book right now called Certifiably Unemployable, and a lot of it has to do with my whole upbringing and how I became the person that I am, and it's interesting because... I, I was one, I'll share a little piece of the book with you. I was, when I I was a little kid, I was in like second grade, and I was looking through comic books on my, on my curb, and, 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 and and burning like my plastic army men with a magnifying glass and the sun, and, um, and I was looking through the stuff in the back of the comic book. They always used to have these really cool things you could get, you know, you could buy these things for like, you know, x-ray glasses and see through people's clothes and weird stuff like that, and, and I just started thinking, geez, you know, what got me thinking was if I want to get a million dollars, all I have to do is get a million people to give me $1. So I started up a business at, at in second grade where I would go knocking on doors with a can, a coffee can, and ask people if they would donate $1. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was a business. So that's kind of being an entrepreneur. I, I got like a I got like 38 bucks and I brought it home and my parents were like, where did you get this money? They thought I stole it from somewhere and I told them the story. They made me go give it all back and told me that's not a business that's like illegal. And I said, oh, okay. I didn't realize it was illegal. I didn't realize it was a big deal. So I adjusted the sales and I said, you know what? People wouldn't mind giving me a penny. So all I have to do is get a hundred million people to give me one penny. It's just more people, but it's just a penny. Who wouldn't give you a penny? So right. I, I started the company back up again the next day, and I and I went after I'd given the money back, and I went and started asking people for a penny, and they thought it was the funniest thing ever—a little second grader knocking on the door saying that—and uh, you know, he's got a business, he needs a penny, and a lot of them gave me a whole handful of change, you know. <laughs> so anyway, that was. Uh, that was what that was my entrepreneurship early on I suppose um but yeah you know it's not so much that I wanted to be an entrepreneur it's that I I I can't work for somebody else I just I can't do it I can't I can't be told that I have to wake up at a certain time every day I can't be told that I have to dress a certain way I can't be told I have to be here at this time I get this time for lunch I have to be back by then and then I can go home at th- that just doesn't work for me at all um, I, I I didn't know there was a way not to do it until I found network marketing. So as soon as I, I found network marketing, was, it was just by accident. And I said, wow, I'm, I need to make this work. This is perfect for me.
0: You know, it's, it's so weird that you said that because, like, it, it, I, you know, I always, I, always, uh, I, I love the movie uh, Office Space. And they say, well, what would you do with a million dollars? And, and other than the guy that says two chicks at the same time, right, there's the other guy that says, uh, I would do nothing. Right? And and that's that's what I wanna be, right? Like nothing. And so like always oh, thought, like, Oh, what a weird thing to say. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, I, I think I kinda get it, right? I'm like, no, uh what he what he really means is not what he's doing, not not like working for somebody. You know, I, I I'm a big sports fan as well. I used to go watch uh Blazers games, I'm from the northwest. And we would go uh, you know, five minutes away we'd go over to Portland and, and I've lived on the corner of uh, Washington State, and we'd go catch it on a Friday. And everyone's cheering and everyone's having a good time. And for me, I was like, man, Monday's coming around the corner. I'm already thinking about it. It's Friday night and I'm thinking about Monday. If you would have told me, Jesse, listen, we've got an ice bucket. Chop off your arm, put it in this ice bucket. It's going to hurt. We'll get it back on. It's not going to work the same, but we'll get it back on. But you don't have to have a job anymore. That's all you have to do. I I probably would have considered it. I probably would have really considered it. And my friend, thank God, reached out to me, thought of me first found this, this company he was golfing with these young entrepreneurs in Southern California, and uh, they talked to him about this thing, and he gets excited about it, he hits me up, tells me we're going to be fucking rich, I was like, oh my gosh, like um, okay, I'm going to be rich, this is great, and uh, I just needed a chance, I just needed a chance at something that was different, and um, so anyways, I just, I, I love hearing, uh, you know, that moment, because I, I tried to like the, when I was in fifth grade, I was like doing like selling CDs, you know, like the burnt CDs I became all of a sudden popular and me, and my friends were just racking out but I never, my, my parent, my, my dad's a union guy, I, I never really considered myself to be much of anything. I dropped out of community college like three times and, uh, just, just an average as average can be. And it was because I just didn't believe that there was anything for me out there. And um, so network marketing, you know, if you catch me on the, on the, the right day or slash wrong day, I, I, I might not have anything good to say about the industry, but ultimately it is an industry where I believe that everybody can get started and really like learn something about themselves because you might not know you have that thing. You might, you might feel like you're almost like crazy. And then all of a sudden you get into this thing and you're like, wow, like these people want to see me win. Uh, I can win. Uh, you know, I, you develop yourself, you go read these books and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, long story short, it's a great industry, in my opinion, at the very least, uh, uh, at the very least to get started, but there are a lot of people that, that can do, can and have done very well in the industry. And I think it's, um, I definitely think, I think it's something everybody should at least get involved with, you know, so, um, definitely, uh, a, a fantastic, uh, part of your story. So then, okay, you're in network marketing. You're an entrepreneur, you're in network marketing, you rise to the top, uh, and, and um, my question for you is, I'm sure you've seen a lot of things. You, you, you've, you've done a lot of things, you've, like a lot of people probably are like, man, someday I'm gonna hit the top of my company, and I'm gonna be doing X, Y, and Z. Now you've done it multiple times. My question for you is, what's the funnest moment of, of your network marketing career where you're like, you know, that was it. Like, pinch me, I'm, I must be dreaming, this is so great
1: you know it's it's the first time it's the first time it happens big for you you know i in my first company excel communications we were opening up other countries and i was invited because i was one of the top speakers and trainers i was invited to go on the european tour and i got to go on a private jet and tour 10 days in europe we we went to all and just we were treated like rock stars because we were, we kind of were rock stars. We were yeah. going in there. The place was packed. I spoke in Germany in front of a, a crowd that didn't, that most of them didn't speak English. And I had to have a, an interpreter and, and, and afterwards every, all, all our group needed to leave to go to the next place, but I couldn't get out of there because everybody wanted to ask me questions and take pictures with me and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I made it. You know, and then you, you know, it, it's fun. Um, I wrote a book in, uh, 2009 and I probably signed, you know, 10,000 autographs. And that's fun at first when you're doing it too, because it's all new. It's, it's, it's something that you kind of always thought you wanted fame and fortune. And when you first get it, it's a big deal and and it feels amazing. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? It never was about that to, to begin with. And you know, we talked before about, you know, how, how much money do you want to make? I always, I got into network marketing because I wanted to be a multi-millionaire and have millions of dollars and da, da 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 and you talked about watches and cars and houses and I've had all of them I I have a huge watch collection it's down here in my cabinet it's, it's, it's locked away it's you can't out, see man. it I haven't worn a watch in in years um <laughs> I don't get, I had every nice car you can imagine. I drive a Jeep Wrangler now and I love it and I'm going to keep on driving it and I don't want another car. That's the one I want. When that one dies, I'll buy another one probably because I just think I, it's not very comfortable, but it's just kind of my style, I guess. I don't know. Um, I, I do live in my dream home, but I don't live on the ocean in a $10 million mansion. You know, I'm in Connecticut and you know, a, a house that's less than a million dollars, but it's my, it's my perfect place. Um, You know, we'll move on from here. My kids are growing up. I'll probably go and, you know, here's what I'm getting at. To me, the meaning of life is to be happy. Uh, To me, happiness is the only thing that that, that we should live for. You know, I love every single day. I love to get out of bed in the morning. I love what's coming next. I, I do like to build things. But you know what? I just need enough money to, to not have to worry about paying my bills. You know, I, it's it's just to me satisfying that I can go into the liquor store and buy whatever I want without looking at the price. Um, I <laughs> yes. you know I, I just it's just not to have to worry. Uh, worry is what sucks. You know, having to worry about things. And of course, health is important. I'm I'm, I'm blessed that I'm that I'm healthy. Um, my joke with my doctor is I'm not from here. Don't worry, don't worry about me. I'm not like your other patients. I'm not from here. but again that's just my positive mindset I I believe that you can you can put yourself in the grave with a negative mindset worrying about things worrying about I'm going to get COVID oh my gosh oh my gosh I don't worry about it I don't worry about anything I I just worry I I don't even think I can spell it I think it starts with a W but
0: (laughs) Tommy this this is what I knew you were special man like I I was like because we obviously didn't know each other when you got into network marketing, and then when I got into network marketing, um, I remember looking you up. I had, I had, I think I had seen you uh, walk across the stage in Orlando, and um, I was like, "Who's this guy?" Right? I gotta look him up. So I looked you up, and just, just, I'm gonna edit this out uh, if I can't find it. I have a feeling I can find it and and put it into the uh, the audio, but you had said you'd come across the stage and you looked at everybody you, you were just very like just cool and you looked at everyone everyone's going like ate shit and you went
1: "In my next life i'm coming back as me
0: i just remember like holy shit that was like the best line and you could just tell man you this guy loves his life and um i i think that's so special man because everyone you know, even myself, I catch myself being very like money hungry. You know, like, gotta gotta get money, gotta gotta you know do this. I, I feel like I'm, I'm under the clock all the time. I'm we're not getting any younger. You know, oh, blah blah blah. But I think it's it's it is one of those things. Like you also just like when you're 80, 90, you don't want to look back and have regret. At the same time, you you also don't want to like say, man, I, I wish I'd have taken more time just to just appreciate. You know, like you said, my health, my family, my just overall just appreciation for life and happiness. And um, I think that that's, a, that's actually a really important lesson, honestly. And we don't talk about it enough on the show. We don't talk about it enough anywhere that, um, that that is one of those things that everyone should really strive for.
1: Absolutely. There's no question about it. There, there's that old saying, you know, you need to take time to smell the roses. Um, you know, my my mission statement is life is just to, to, to lay in the roses. I mean, they're, they're around me at all times. I, I, I appreciate every minute of every day. I really do. Uh, I, I mean, COVID's been a funny year. You know, I've been sitting around the house and, you know, people would call me up and say, how you doing? And I say, hey, don't worry about me. I've been practicing for this all my life. <laughs> <laughs> But I I, I do things that make me happy. You know, I I, I love sports. I I follow fantasy sports. And then at the beginning of this, at the beginning of the COVID, by total accident, I just started up a new hobby, which is kind of now just turned into a passion. And uh, that's it. man. if you wake up with passion, you're happy.
0: (laughs) I love that. Um, So, okay. We talked about the happiest moment. As a network marketer, and obviously for yourself, that is an industry that you have been a part of for a long time. You've dominated in, and um, let's 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 be real on 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 the other side. What's the what's the hardest moment as an entrepreneur? Like, what? Obviously, we know. We know that, like the company and stuff like that, that you you had already alluded to earlier. Uh, but like, was there a moment in which you either woke up and weren't fired up, wasn't happy? Um, what what caused you to be just kind of like, man, this sucks? Maybe it wasn't network marketing. Maybe it was something else. What was the worst day as an entrepreneur, in your opinion? Well,
1: you know what? That's a great question, and and no one's ever asked me that before, and and it's an easy easy answer for me as well, and something I don't really I, I haven't really pondered before, but. I am. I'm a trusting person. Um, I'm a trusting soul. I I believe I believe people are inherently good and I see the good in people whenever I can. And the hardest things that ever happened to me and and they happened more than once in in network marketing is that I was betrayed. I was lied to. And unfortunately, in a network marketing company, you know, you join and you believe everything they told you when you joined and it, it takes you at least you know 3 to 5 years to get in the inner circle of that company and you know be a top player and then that's when you find out that everything you thought was true is false and everything that you thought was real is fake and 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 it and it it, hurt, it rips your soul out i mean at least it did to me and it's happened more than once and you know again and then the next time i start over and i believe people again um, you know, there are a lot of good people out there that didn't yep. lie, but there's more people that are not good and do lie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to say,
0: yeah, <laughs> wait, well, hey, you know, it's, it, it, we obviously have no filter. Uh, we like to tell people like the truth right here because it's one of those things like somebody like I, we have people, you know, Forex, e-com, drop shipping, network marketing, real estate. Uh, there's, there's shitty things in all of those. In all every aspect, every industry, something there's good stuff and then there's bad stuff. And so to, to just sit here and say, Oh yeah, network marketing is perfect because it's inexpensive and you'll, you know, go out there and talk to enough people. It's like, no, they're just like any other thing. There's bad people there's with bad intentions. There's, um, you know, there's just, there's uh, what do you call it? Snake oil salesman. There's just all, but that's in any industry that you, that you go across. And, um, the cool thing is man about you. And I know I've already said this and, and I, I don't mean to like, you know, sound like a, like a fanboy, but you really are a cool person. Like it, forget business. Just, just, if, if you were to say, if I live next to you and you're, Hey, the game's on, like, come over. Like I'm, I'm going over there and I'm watching the game and i going to neglect my family for sure. And uh, go hang out with Tommy Wyatt. And you know, that's to me, those are the people that I want to be surrounded by. And those are the people that, you know, if, if, if Tommy Wyatt started Tommy Wyatt network marketing company, I'm listening because I'm like, well, this guy is who I want to surround myself with. And I know what's coming out of his mouth is, is ultimately the truth. Um, Because I've seen you firsthand be like, fuck this shit if it's bad. You know, if it's like, if it's shady, you're like, nah, like (laughs) I've got, I've only got so many years on planet earth. I'm not going to spend it lying to people. So I love that about you. And, um, and you know, just, I know I keep going, but like you do it, you've done it too when it's, it wasn't convenient for you. Right. It's like when you you know, it's like, hey, you could have kept going. You could have said, hey, uh, you know, let's whatever. I'll just, but you didn't. You were like, no, guys, this is not legit. This is this sucks, and um, I'm out. And uh, I didn't understand it right away, and uh, you know, I, I soon found out <laughs> later on. Um, but yeah, you you are a very genuine person, and um, and we just like to give it to people real on the show, and so I, I just I, pl- I applaud you for that. Uh, So real quick, I want to transition though, because we talked about network marketing, obviously I'm very pro network marketing for the most part, because I believe that anybody uh, can at least get into it, uh, can get started with a minimum investment. And I just think it's a great place to start. And some people hit home runs with it. For you though, especially during COVID, you pivoted. My wife and I, we talked about the word pivoting a lot. Uh, A lot of people, when bad things happen, in this case to the world, they sit around on their hands and they say, "Oh, this sucks. Why me? Uh, I, I can't do anything." They blame it on the circumstances. For you, you did this really unique transition, and um, I was—I'm not jealous of a lot of things um, in—in the—in you know what I see. Uh, this was one of the few times I was like, "Oh shit, that is really cool." So uh, you created a a project uh, called uh, Wing Addicts, correct? I want to make sure I said that right. Wing Addicts. And, um, and tell
1: us about that. Yeah, I sure will. Thanks for all the nice things you said about me, by the way. You're making me blush. <laughs> um, you know what? It didn't really seem. It, it wasn't meant to be a pivot, really. Um, I still am part of a network marketing company, and, and and I and I like it there, and I get a lot of residual income from there. Uh, but you know what? Then when the when the COVID stuff started to happen. I'm I'm a I'm a people person, you know. I like to be around people. I I mean I'm I, well, let me fix that. I'm I'm introverted as hell. I like to spend and by the way, I didn't realize it was an R-rated program. Until oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I I'm glad we can uh you know, drop all the airs. Um as far as network marketing is concerned, I always like being around people. I mean, I was the last guy to leave the meeting, the last guy to leave the bar. I mean, that's just kind of how I was. You know, my my wife didn't like that, and, and maybe it wasn't the way to go, but that was kind of the way I was. Uh, and when COVID started, I could still I, – I wasn't afraid to go out anyway, even though yeah. you know, we were told we can't. Remember, I'm allergic to authority and rules. So, But the problem was everybody else was scared, and I was like, ah, this is BS. So – um, just for truly, it started out just for fun after the Super Bowl. After the, um, the, uh, which Super Bowl the, 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 charge, uh, the, the Chiefs beat the Niners. So last, not this past Super Bowl, the one before, yeah. um. I wanted to just start something new. I just kind of felt like doing something outside the box, you know. Started. I saw a Facebook commercial during the Super Bowl that said, "Start a group that's a personal interest type group." So I was like, "What am I? What do I have that's an interest that has nothing to do with business? That's only for fun? That isn't sports because everybody does that?" Uh, and I and I said, "You know what? I'm going to chicken wings." um i've never seen anybody do a do a cool group about chicken wings so i, I called up a couple of buddies of mine we got together and we started the wing addicts it's one word wing addicts and we came up with a, it's funny it's like the the universe wanted me to do it because anybody who's ever tried to have a business before try to get a dot-com um wing addicts.com was available uh, not only was it available, it was available on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, awesome. it, it was available for everything. There's no such thing as wing addicts. So we invented wing addicts first try. <laughs> I mean, that was it. Let's call it wing addicts. And we just decided, you know what? We're going we're gonna to create a social media group where people talk about chicken wings. And then from there, I said, you know what? We're going to go to every restaurant. We're going to eat everybody's chicken wings. And we're going to film little videos like Guy Fieri with Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And you know what? Eventually, maybe something will happen. I wasn't thinking money. I mean, in in a way, I was because I'm an entrepreneur. But at first, I, was, I wasn't. We're just going to go eat chicken wings and have fun. And that's the way it was. Then the pandemic hit, and we got shut down, and my guys couldn't go out. But I still kept going out anyway because, again, I don't care. And... I realized that takeout wings aren't as good as wings when you buy them in because they don't travel well. So then I started up this thing called Wings on the Hood, and that just meant I would get them takeout and eat them on the hood of my Wrangler in the parking lot. So, um, I started doing that and I was filming them every time. So, here we are today. We have about 130 or so episodes on YouTube. Uh, we have several thousand followers. It's not as big as I want it to be. We have several thousand followers in our Facebook group called Wing Addicts Community. But it's just a place where people pick. They're just whenever anyone goes and eats wings out here, now they take a picture of it and they put it in there and say where they are. And I'm having a ball. We're. We're going to we're, we're gonna figure out a way to turn it into a business eventually. But as of right now, we're just doing it for fun. And you know what's crazy? Because the COVID hit, and because it lasted longer than anybody ever thought it would, it turned into something where we were actually helping people. I mean, we were helping restaurants stay in business. I mean, I've had it, uh, restaurant owners thank me and say, you you know, you saved us. Uh, this is funny. Hold on, let me pull this out from behind me. Oh, we're, we're not on... Uh, the video is not on, but I'll show it to you, Jesse, because you'll love it. Without getting political right here.
0: Oh, I know what you're going to show me. <laughs> yes, uh, Blumenthal. Yes. We, got a,
1: we got a commendation from the United States Senate <laughs> for helping restaurants. Uh, the United States Senate, uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal here from Connecticut met up with us. Yeah, for him, it was probably just a photo op. Um you, um, and for me, I, I won't even tell you about what to was. What that? I said,
0: "Did you have hand sanitizer after shaking his hand?" <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm a everyone. He
1: would. He wouldn't eat a wing with us. He said his wife wouldn't let him. He wouldn't take his mask off.
0: Oh, that but, bad, um, again. that's That's all. all good. Good.
1: Well, you know what? Again, rules, authority, I know. things like that are just not my religion and whatever. He was nice to us. He was a butt kisser.
0: So you've, you you've, you've uh, I mean, obviously, first of all, like I, I think, uh, I, I'm on Twitter all the time. I see, like, what Dave Portnoy is doing. I, I think what you guys are doing, like, people think, oh, reviews. Like, no, it's so cool because I'll be honest with you. Uh, I think I told you this yesterday. I never ate chicken wings, ever. I, I, I don't know, something almost like, a, I don't mind messy foods, but it was just like, it was just weird to me. I was like, chicken wings, like, what's all the hype behind chicken wings? And your your uh, episodes have actually made me go like try it and like actually kind of obsess over them. I actually really love it, especially Buffalo. I know it's like a little fancy guy, like not like the, what is it, lemon pepper or all these different different styles that people have. So here's my question for you. I uh, wasn't gonna ask you this, but now I am gonna ask you, what, are, what is your favorite flavor and where was it from? Uh, what was your favorite, like I wanna know the, the restaurant and I wanna know what kind it was that just you were like, that's the best.
1: That is brutally hard for me to answer because I've been to over a hundred restaurants and had over two hundred and fifty different flavors of wings. Um, we, we've collectively eaten over six thousand wings in the last year plus. And,
0: um, and you rip like Rambo. How do you do that?
1: You know what. <laughs> Buffalo wings used to be my go-to. I wasn't into flavors. Sure. The first time I got into a flavor, maybe I had a teriyaki somewhere once, or okay. a barbecue, or a, you know, maybe a—I don't know. Yeah, I would mostly, if I went out ever for wings, I'd probably just order regular buffalo wings with blue cheese. You know, I mean, that's what I would always order. Now, when we go out and we do an episode, we order like six to eight different flavors all in one shot. So we try things that one person going out wouldn't do. Like, if you went out by yourself, you wouldn't experiment, and you wouldn't be able to, really, you know? So it's different, and it's pretty cool and eye-opening. I really like jerk. Different jerk uh, Jerk. wings are are really amazing to me. Um, Smoked, different smoked wings, because there's different ways you can cook it. Um, There's breaded, not breaded, dredged, naked. There's all these different kinds. Um, Man, man. I don't I, I don't think I really have a favorite flavor. When I look at a menu now I try to find a flavor I've never had before.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Man, yeah, I was like I went to um I don't remember the restaurant. Maybe it was like Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember being like, wait, there's more than just buffalo? I was like, this is so crazy to me. And so um Erica refuses to eat buffalo. I of course have to eat buffalo. Um, but uh, yeah, man, you inspired me. The show—I mean, obviously, I know it's more—it's more than just eating wings. And you guys—you guys did something really special for a lot of businesses during um, during the pandemic. And I—I I just thought that was really killer. Yeah. And, uh, well,
1: thank you, dude. How about how about this? I, I want to just jump in because you got me off the rail now. How about um, BLT wings? We've had that tastes oh, like a wow. bacon, lettuce, and tomato. We've had s'mores wings. What? Um, we've Where had was peanut that? butter and <laughs> wings with. With with nut with with marshmallow melted over it and 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 chocolate and graham crackers on it. Um, there's let it a uh, uh, PB and J, but I'm allergic to peanut butter, so I didn't have that one. Um, we've had some crazy wings, nacho wings, um,
0: cannibalism the, wings. Uh... <laughs>
1: there's there's definitely different wings you can try and, it, and it's cool that's
0: wild that is so wild man are they are is everybody um like are the restaurants do they do they kind of know like what the deal is when you come in now or are they like oh yeah oh, those guys
1: yeah okay. we norm we normally just show up we don't call and say we're coming we normally just show up and we set up our, our little filming outfit and the whole bit and uh, but when we do say we're coming, they 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 really roll out the red carpet and throw their A game. That's why we like to just trick them and not let them know. But now it's different. You know, at first nobody knew who we were. Now everybody knows who we are. So we, I mean, we probably get better wings than a normal person. I don't know. <laughs> no
0: pictures, no pictures, please, no pictures. <laughs> Save the autographs for afterwards. <laughs> well, dude, that is that is so cool. And um and I and I think. Man, there's there's even like lessons to be learned there too, because you there there's a lot of opportunity out there um, where where maybe it didn't start as even even like a business plan, right? You 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 were like, hey, what am I passionate about? What do I like doing? And create a create a Facebook group, uh, build a build a big group, and then it's like, oh wow, this is actually catching on and this could actually go somewhere. And I think that's that's really, really cool. And then of course, obviously the the, the coolest part about it is that you guys have Have really uh, helped people, and um, you know, I I just think that that's so great. Help enough people. Uh, you know, with with their stuff, you can get anything you want. And I think in this case, you're getting you're getting wings, and <laughs> that's just so good. And, but recognition too—that's the other cool thing. I mean, I I'm I'm not gonna get all political, but regardless, I think it's very cool that at least you guys are making enough noise to where um, you know higher up people are are recognizing it. And so I think that is very very cool. Uh, okay, so question for you. Two two last questions. Um, are you still? Obviously, I know you're still affiliated with network marketing. Um, are you? Um, do you have like long-term plans with the industry? Are you still uh, going to keep keep that thing going? and Are there other companies out there? Are you, uh, rocking and rolling with one company? What's what's your plan?
1: Yeah. You know, I, I'm also not a big plan-making guy. Yeah. But um, I am very happy. I'm in a company right now called the Happy Co. And I mean, what's like it was built for me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the happy guy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we just have products that are nootropics, which I'm not a health and wellness type person, but it's in coffee. And I drink coffee every single morning. So I am in love with that product line. I'm in love with that company. I will stay there forever. I will never start over somewhere. I, I know they don't say never say never. I can say never because I make all my own rules. And um, I will never start another network marketing company, especially from scratch. Um, I'm I'm losing a little little faith in the industry as a whole and I think that it's a whole nother topic but I think that social media has destroyed network marketing and the whole heart of yeah. it uh, yeah. and the and the and the guts of it and the soul of it. But um I'm actually we're starting up another project right now with a with a with a sports app and that's just it's free, you know, it's one of those things where I can say to people, hey yeah, you, know, you want to try this, it's free.
0: It's <laughs> free so, for me.
1: <laughs> so that, and I love sports. So that's again another thing I love to do. I love sports. I love to watch sports. I'm in fantasy sports. I play on DraftKings and fan, I, I I bet on sports. I'm a gambler at heart. And so there's a sports app coming out now that I can make money by promoting it. And I can promote it for free. So that's just started. It's only been a week. But it's just something I'm doing on the side. If nothing happens from it, I'll be happy. If a lot happens from it, I'll be happier. How's that's that? Tough. That's <laughs>
0: really, really cool, man. Really cool. Um, and then my last question for you, Matt, I wanted to save this one for last. Because you're, you're a guy who's kind of done it all. You've had you know a very awesome life. Like I'm um, listening to this story, I'm sure everyone listening at home is like, "Wow, this is really cool. This guy's this guy's done a lot, and um and he's accomplished a lot." But if you had a time machine and you could go back and tell young Tommy Wyatt, give give him some advice, what would you say to him? Oh man! Hit you with a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd say I'd probably tell him the instead of blowing off college like I did to go to a University of Hawaii on a golf scholarship.
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> and then
1: you know, do everything else the same after that.
0: <laughs> hey for those of you guys that don't know, Tommy Wyatt used to hit some dingers and uh the, the swing of a baseball bat and, and a golf club, aren't that aren't that too 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 far off. So I think that he would have done really well. <laughs> Um, no, I,
1: I, I truly believe in, in living life with no regrets. So to, the, the honest and fair answer to your question is I would change nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, even that company that we talk about that you and I hit the hit the rock bottom, it was the lowest point of my life. But I'm happy that it happened because if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be sitting where I'm sitting right at this exact moment, which is exactly where I want to be sitting. So that had to happen that way.
0: Well, that, that is uh, a fantastic way of looking at it. You know, to be honest, like you're exactly right. If if we hadn't, if I hadn't gone through that, all all the good stuff that we we are working on right now, uh, definitely wouldn't be going on. And, um, it kind of caused like almost like a sense of urgency out there. So, uh, I'm, I'm forever grateful for the the good and bad. Uh, Tommy, it has been absolutely fantastic having you on here. One thing I want to say, uh, when your book Comes out uh, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna promote the hell out of this thing because I'm very excited to give it give it a good read. Um, You're actually a fantastic writer. Uh, What was the what was the you had you you've already had a book come out before? What was it called?
1: Yeah, my first book was called Appreciation Marketing: How to Achieve Greatness Through Gratitude. That was a, a national bestseller, and I'm actually working on three books simultaneously right now. One of them is called Connecticut's Best Wings. One of them's called certifiably unemployable. And then the third one is called uncommon greatness. And they're all close to being finished. It's just like I can't I can't focus on one thing at a time. So I have three going on all at once. I, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about one of them. And then I get up and come down and get to work.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I, I definitely know how that is. Um, well, just for those of you listening at home, obviously, uh We'll, we'll post how to get a hold of Tommy, his social media handles, um, uh, different links that he, he wants on there. Um, but if you guys are looking to subscribe, we're on iTunes, Apple. Uh, well, I guess that's the same thing. iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Amazon Music, Spotify. We're going to be. We're on YouTube, um, and then of course we're working on Free from Nine to Five, the website uh, that will have every episode on there as well. Uh, Tommy, obviously. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your day. Well, I guess it's night. You're in Connecticut, and um, but thank you so much for getting on here with me. And uh, I, uh, I'm just, I'm just super excited that you, yeah, you took time out and, and uh, you know, came, came and kicked Anytime. it with me.
1: <laughs> Anytime, my brother. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute blast, and. Uh... You know, when I when I talk about things around my house, nobody wants to listen to me. So it's nice that somebody out there in la-la land does want to. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right. Well, uh, anyways, guys, we'll have this episode up very soon. Um, once again, Tommy, thank you, man. And uh, hopefully we can get you back out uh, on this.
1: Right on.